Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Virginia doing in reading, writing, math, and science. I'm Mike Marilla. A successful crime-fighting network in Maryland is expanding its reach. I'm Sarah Jacobs. The price of what may be America's favorite appetizer is lower than it's been in years. An 11-game suspension for the Browns QB. And the Padres host the Nats tonight. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. A federal judge has ordered the Justice Department to redact and release at least part of the affidavit on the FBI's search at Mar-a-Lago. CBS's Katherine Herridge reports. The judge has full visibility into these records, yet he has decided today that he thinks that there's an overwhelming public interest in having the fullest degree of transparency about that evidence and what precipitated this search. Prosecutors have a week to submit redactions. Former Trump Organization executive. Executive Alan Weisselberg has made a deal with New York City prosecutors and pleaded guilty to tax aversion. Rebecca Royfe is a former assistant DA in New York. This was what we expected to see. I think it's significant because in addition to pleading guilty, he has agreed to cooperate against Trump's organization. A trial is expected in the fall. The NFL and Players Union have agreed to extend Deshaun Watson's misconduct sus- suspension from six games to 11. The Cleveland Browns Q responded to the news. I have to continue to push forward with my life and my career. And for us to be able to move forward, you know, I have to be able to take steps and put pride to the side. And um, I'm going to continue to stand on my innocence and, and keep pushing forward. He's been accused of sexual misconduct by two dozen women. The Biden administration says 1.8 million doses of the monkeypox vaccine will be available for states to order next week. More now from CBS's Stephen Portnoy. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says extra shots will be sent to cities hosting large LGBTQ events such as the Southern Decadence Festival in New Orleans next month. But Lewinsky cautions one dose is not enough. Receiving the vaccine at these events will not provide protection at the event itself. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Families are feeling that inflation pinch as kids head back to school and supplies get more expensive. CBS's Adriana Diaz reports. According to Data Weave, which tracks consumer pricing, notebooks and folders are up the most, nearly 32% more expensive than last year. And backpacks are up 12%, costing roughly $70 on average. And this is shocking. The National Retail Federation says families could spend about 900 bucks on supplies this year. There's new evidence now to ditch that office chair. CBS's Michael George. A study out of the UK found standing desks along with other measures cut office workers sitting time by an hour a day over the course of a year. That led to small improvements with stress, well-being and energy levels on the job. Sedentary workers face increased risks of heart disease, diabetes and cancer. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. We have special traffic news here and the WTOP Traffic Center. Let's check in now with Dave Dildheim. 
On an already slow Thursday, Sean, throughout the region, at least one serious crash and closure. Outbound traffic on Suitland Parkway diverted to Naylor Road for the investigation into a car into a tree between Branch Avenue and Silver Hill Road. Inbound traffic gets by. We'll have more coming up on the 8th. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. It's 4.03 here on WTOP on this uh, August 18th, twenty. 22. We are sitting at 85 degrees in Northwest D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. Howard, our top local story surrounds the ongoing investigation into sex assaults at two Loudoun County schools. The state attorney general convened a special grand jury to take a close look at the school system's handling of the case, and the school district keeps on pushing back. The school board is now taking the case to Virginia's highest court. The Loudoun County School Board's appeal to the Virginia Supreme Court is under seal, but in a statement to WTOP, the school system questions the authority of Attorney General Jason Miares to conduct an investigation using a special grand jury. And it says the ruling has implications for every school board and local government. The statement says the special grand jury should be limited to investigating criminal matters. Lawyers for the Attorney General have said the investigation is legal and constitutional and the Loudoun County judge agreed. In Loudoun County, Neil Hoggenstein, WTLP News. Well, Virginia Virginia is out with new numbers on how school kids are doing in reading, writing, math, history, and science. In this report, we take a look at test results for three Northern Virginia school systems. In our region, school pass rates were higher than state levels in most subjects and saw gains from the previous year in many areas. Let's start with Arlington County Public Schools. There was an 80% pass rate for the 2021-2022 school year in English, and the rate was in the low to mid-70s for writing, math, and science. At Prince William County Public Schools, they saw scores in the 70s for reading and writing and the 60s for math and science. And in Alexandria Public Schools, many results were under state averages with the low 60s in reading and writing and 49% for math and science. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. And in our next report, we'll check results in Fairfax and Loudoun County Public Schools. A Maryland crime-fighting network that targets gangs, drugs, illegal guns, and human trafficking is now growing. Since the establishment of the Maryland Criminal Intelligence Network in 2017, Governor Larry Hogan says there's been a big payoff. To date, the Maryland Criminal Intelligence Network has contributed to disrupting or dismantling more than 1,800 criminal organizations in Maryland. The MSIN is now expanding its reach with a new Lower Shore Coalition. Also, Howard County's joining the network. To help us disrupt gang activity and illegal firearm, drug, and human trafficking along the Interstate 95 and Route 1 corridors. An additional $6.5 million from the state will support the network's expansion to 16 Maryland jurisdictions. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.06. We have some new information this afternoon about a man found shot and left in a road in the Huntington area of Fairfax County. County police now say a 33-year-old man was near a bus stop on Huntington Avenue off Route 1 yesterday when he got into an argument with another man, 52-year-old Paul Malone. Police say Malone shot the younger man several times in the upper body and ran away. Officers later found Malone at a nearby hotel and arrested him. The charges against him include aggravated malicious wounding and possession of a gun by a convicted felon. He's being held without bond. The victim is still in the hospital. 
Police don't think the two knew each other. They're still investigating what led to the shooting. Keep it here on WTOP. We're going to talk about the number of unemployed Americans and what's ahead. First traffic and weather, it's 407. 75% of government agencies' cybersecurity programs are at risk or high risk due to significant security gaps and a lack of fundamental processes. RegScale can help by bringing your compliance programs into the modern era to proactively meet federal compliance requirements. RegScale helps government agencies achieve a continuous authorization to operate, simplifying complex, time-consuming processes with automation to help teams stay ahead of schedule. Learn more at RegScale.com. That's RegScale.com. Ready, set, reg scale.